0: Bonus chapter, Freddy and Lily. This chapter is an attempt to answer questions about what happened before Freddy and Lily fell in the cave. Thank you, Adam Harris, for the suggestion and for faithfully listening to my book. I'm bored, Freddy set his Xbox controller on the charging stand as the TV slowly lowered into the tabletop. Lily stepped into the den wearing her hiking gear complete with her military-issue medical satchel over her shoulder and her flavored flower power ball cap on her head. She waved at Freddie and called out over her shoulder before exiting the den. Going a walkabout, back in a bit. Wait! Freddie called to Lily as she cleared the den door. He followed after her and met her at the base of the main staircase. Remember the buddy rule Dad taught us? Also, I'm bored. Give me five mics and I'll meet you right here. Lily sat on the stairs and smiled after Freddie as he ran up the stairs. She was convinced that he had been playing way too much Modern Warfare. She called out at his receding steps, Shake a leg, Freddie! I'm Oscar Mike and Five Mikes. I'll check out with Tubbs and Annie. Lily played Modern Warfare with Freddie sometimes and loved using the lingo such as Oscar Mike for On the Move. She rose from the stairs and headed through the den to their adopted grandparents' basement apartment. Having checked out with Tubbs and Annie, Lily returned to the main floor to find Freddy waiting on the stairs in his hiking gear and carrying his bug-out bag on his back. Freddy had a jacket threaded through the right shoulder strap of his backpack and wearing Jim Bob's old buzzard ball cap on his head. Together, they exited the back door into the garden, barely noticing that the sun was only several degrees above the folly. The two intrepid explorers made good time through the garden and passed the folly. They were quickly immersed in the shadows of the forest with occasional dapples of sunlight striking their path. Lily stopped to take a sip of water from one of her bottles and get her bearings. We're headed west so far. Anything or anywhere in particular you wanted to explore, Lily? Freddy pulled a bottle from Betsy, his bug-out bag, and waited for Lily to process. Lily swallowed some more water and then stored her bottle. Freddy, do you always carry such a big backpack? We haven't hiked in a while as a family, but I do remember you always overpacking and being overprepared. Freddy tilted the brim of his ball cap up and adjusted his shoulder straps and chest strap. Dad always taught us to carry a backpack that would give us what we need for 24 hours. Most of the time, I seem to be sharing what I have in my backpack with everybody else. So, the extra weight is some redundancy of items I might have to share. Everything else is for shelter building, water purification, first aid, and everything else that comes with survival. I need to put some of those hand warmer packets in here. So, for what are we looking, or where are we exploring? We haven't had really cold weather, so it seemed like a good idea to gather up some medicinal herbs before the cold and frost killed them for the winter. Lily finished and began cutting, pulling, and plucking plants and flowers as she spoke. She continued walking to the west, and Freddy followed. Lily noticed that the deeper they walked into the forest, the cooler the temperature became and the more sparse the plants she was hoping to harvest. Lily stopped in a small clearing and kneeled near some small trees. She pulled a small trowel from her satchel and began digging around the base of each of the small trees. Freddy caught up and squatted on his haunches while sipping from his water bottle. What plant is that, Lily? Looks like a young tree. Lily had been pulling up and cutting pieces of root from the small trees, when Freddy squatted down. She cut one and pulled it from the ground and handed it to Freddy. Take a sniff and tell me what you think it is. Freddy sniffed the root and then stuck it in his mouth to chew on it. What are you doing? Lily sounded panicked over Freddy's audacity. Freddy stopped chewing and closely examined the root. It smells a lot like root beer and has a weak taste similar to root beer. What is it? It's sassafras root, Lily offered as she continued digging and is used to treat lots of ailments if used in moderation. Some studies have identified negative effects if used in excess. I like to make sassafras tea with the dried roots. Reba says she's been drinking sassafras tea for years and had no ill effects. However, the dirt that was on that piece of root may not be safe. You know what they say about injuries when you're outdoors, Lily. Freddie took a sip of water. That NFL quarterback says rub some dirt on it. Oh, I just realized my compass is not in my satchel. It's in my hiking backpack. These trees are so dense, I can't figure out which direction is east back at the house. Lily's words were accompanied by the sound of her rustling through her satchel. I have some cord we can make a pace counter, but it isn't going to help at this point. We violated the big three tenets of hiking and exploring, Dad taught us in Virginia. We don't know where we are, where we've been, or where we're going. And don't say it, Freddy. I haven't given up hope yet. Freddy searched for his mind for a way to calm Lily and try to think through their situation. Do you remember when Dad taught us how to make and use a pace counter and compass for land navigation? What did he call it? He called it orienteering. He used to hide things for us to find using compass bearings and paces. The treasure was usually something small and inexpensive. I'm thinking my pace distance has changed since we moved here. Longer legs mean a longer stride. Freddy tried to have a hopeful note in his distraction discourse. Dad always said, you're never lost, just temporarily disoriented. Lily's shoulders drop as she stared around into the increasing darkness of the woods. We didn't think about the sun setting earlier in the winter. We didn't think about blazing our trail, even though I keep short strips of ribbon in my satchel to do so. Overall, we didn't think. Freddy breathed deeply and exhaled silently to reduce the increasing tension in his body. Don't say it, Lily. We are temporarily disoriented and not the L word. I'm not admitting defeat. Freddy looked around at the tall, straight pines that surrounded them. There were no lower limbs to allow climbing access. Above, the sky was blue, but there was not even a glint to indicate in which direction the sun was setting. Lily removed a pink ribbon from her bag and tied it to the nearest tree. At least I can mark where we are. Well, wherever you go, there you are, at least according to Buckaroo Banzai. Freddie's attempt at levity to ease the tension made a hard landing on the pine needles beneath their feet. Both stood in silence, contemplating their next move. A light breeze could be heard swishing through the pine branches. Freddie and Lily seemed to be glued to the spot where they stood. There were no sounds of cars or any civilization. Except for the wind in the pines, there was a haunting silence. Let's pick a direction and walk one hundred paces that direction. I'll tie a ribbon on trees within sight of each other. That way we can always retrace our steps. Lily treaded confidently off through the pines, pausing to look back over her shoulder to see when she had almost lost sight of the last ribbon. Freddy followed silently and pensively, refusing to admit or accept defeat.